There is an unsteadiness on the air, something which does not add up to what I say. I stop myself talking and balance the armful of logs up on my shoulder to carry them in. The earth floor of the kitchen is a clutter of borrowed pots. We collected them from Mrs. Mellon days ago and are scalding them clean. My mother is counting out onions and shallots ready for chopping. She reaches up to the salt box over the mantel. Mother, Hester's grizzling, I say to her loudly over the confusion of children, as though she were deaf. And she leaves the hearth and ducks into the back room, bending her long, uncomfortable body over the truckle bed to pick up Hester. Her back is like a twist inside her clothes as she jigs the baby up and down on her hip to make her quiet. Her patience wears a little thinner with each child that comes. We have debts in the village. My father's work pays less since enclosure started, and he has been looking for any hiring that he can get. There is no more hedging work in the district. Last week he came home with six blue rock doves that we hid in a pile in the brew house until he could take them to Pulborough for the fair. My mother had been angry all day, and when he came back after dark they fought for hours, using up rushlight. When he came down from the chamber in the morning, I saw one of the jugs was cracked, but put away tidily at the back of the shelf. This is the third full year we have not had a strip to grow a crop, and even the common land could be gone by the next. So this is the last pig. Through the door into the back room, my father's feet are just visible at the end of the other bed under the blanket. He will be up soon, before my uncle arrives. We're doing the pig early this year, but we owe, and this will sort us out, was all that he had said, when he'd made up his mind which day was for slaughtering. His face was flat, and there was a bad quietness at the table. I stirred my soup round and round with my spoon. There'll be enough left over, my mother said, as she stood up and returned to the weaving, but it sounded more like a question as if she were asking for something. Her hands rubbed up and down her overskirt before she picked up the shuttle. I fear that any day now we could come downstairs to find large men in dark clothes, blocking the light from the open door. One writing notes with a long plumy pen, and the other pointing directions while the rooms are emptied and our belongings piled outside in the lane. But I am not myself. The sickness and bad temper that has been causing me trouble for the last few weeks is rising, as usual, and will last for hours. I squat by the hearth, laying the logs over the spitting hot brash, without burning my fingers. Hester is fretting. Her mouth is sore as her teeth push themselves up in her gums, and she is still missing her sister. Anne began to work at Whiston House two months ago, and she's not been forgiven for leaving us here but only Hester is allowed to voice her feelings. My own fury is absorbed into the house by other means. I know that Mother can't manage with the children the way that she is. Her body is giving out. Last year two children came too early, like small undressed poppets, and we buried them at the back of the house wrapped in cloth. But more keep coming, and now her old woman's body is big with another weight. The fire is taking.
Long yellow flames build up the heat for a hard day's work. I send William to fetch more water from the pump at the end of the lane, and I occupy myself with rubbing at the pots. I am covering it well. I won't even let her see that I feel sick, or she will think I have an ague and make me swallow a mush of herbs or a live spider rolled in butter. I can tell no one what is happening to me, not even Anne, and now she is gone there is nobody to notice. I've only missed two bleedings, and yet the small storm inside is changing me within these months. My girl's nipples ache with a new weight, and my hair feels different, as though it grew from another girl's head. Sometimes, keeping this disaster to myself makes me feel as if I should explode, and I begin to beg myself to tell someone. And then, after those moments...